0: The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.
1: It is 707. Okay, here we go. Your Wednesday night edition. Of the Employment Law Show, and uh, we're going to carry on like we did Monday and like we've been doing across the country. The main focus, of course, is always employment law and everything under that umbrella that concerns you. You can call in and talk about it all, but of course, we're going to be hyper-focused on COVID-19 and the uh, the pandemic and how it's affecting you and your work and your EI and your, uh, your way to pay the bills and how to deal with your workplace, whether you're an employer or an employee bring it on the phone lines are wide open we got them uh, manned and ready to go because we know you got questions do not hesitate this is the form where you're going to get it answered all week it's always right here on the employment law show and this is such a massive topic so that is why we are doing it 416-870-6400 you prefer one that is toll free i'll give out uh, leora's contact information on the personal side in just a bit but uh, what's going on with you pal we know we know how this is going to go already
2: well, we know how it's going to go, and I can tell you that you know it's just after seven o'clock right now. But all day I've been on the phone or answering emails, pretty much from seven seven thirty this morning up until now. Oh. Uh, it's it's been nonstop because so many people imp- are impacted. I don't think in my life I've ever seen something that impacts so many people at the same time. Uh, and if it impacts you, it means your workplace rights are impacted, your job, your your compensation. The thing that you need to support your family, so that's what we're here to Mm -hmm. talk about, is your rights. Because guess what? I've said this on the show, and I'll reiterate. That's going to be the theme for this show and future shows. Employment laws don't get suspended because of the pandemic employment laws are still here. They're still here exactly in the same way. So you need to understand what your rights are. You need to understand what happens in, in uh, situations where you may have lost your job, your job has, has been changed, uh, you're, you're on a temporary left, all those things. So call us with your questions right now. If there ever was a time to know what your rights are, now is the time. So don't be bashful. And, of course, if you want to talk to me privately, if you don't want to get on there and you want to just have a chat with me like so many others have, No problem. We'll give you my call, my phone number, my email address. You can call, you can email. Happy to chat with you privately. Mm -hmm. So let me kind of get us started here, Johnny. Let me tell you about one of the situations that I've dealt with today, and and it's been common. We've also answered some questions about that on previous shows. And that is a situation where an employer that's still open, legally allowed to operate, wants to operate, doesn't provide proper safe work environment for their employees. If your employer is, is, allow, is putting you at risk and, and not following proper social distancing practices, uh, allowing you to, to be close to others or requiring you to be close to others, that is improper. You have a right to a safe work environment, and what's considered safe now is different than what it was before. We have guidelines from public health authorities. So if your employer doesn't follow those guidelines, putting you at risk, you have a right to refuse unsafe work. You have a right to say, I'm not going to do that. You cannot be penalized for that, at least initially, your employer has to continue paying you. They may have to bring in the Ministry of Labor if they don't agree with you, and they'll be the judge and jury when it comes to deciding whether or not you're right or your employer's right. But you shouldn't put yourself at risk. And finally, I'll say this before we take our first call, John, if your employer is jeopardizing your health and you can show that, that could be a constructive dismissal an employer has a fundamental duty to protect safety to protect your health and well-being if they can do that and they don't because it's too hard it's a pain in the butt guess mm-hmm. what that's something you can treat it as a constructive dismissal you can leave and require the company to pay you severance so there are options for everyone out there if your employer won't protect you well if your employer insists on putting you in a dangerous work environment
1: Alright, let's get it happening. As uh, as mentioned, Lior's contact info outside of the show is uh, help at employmentlawyer.ca. Use that email address, the phone number 1-855-821-5900. But over the next uh, 40 minutes or so, 45 minutes, bring it on. would love to talk to you. I know you have questions. 416-870-6400 or one That is toll-free. Steve, uh, first call of the evening. Thanks for hanging on, fella. How are you tonight? Not too bad. You? Good sir, what's uh, what's on your mind, pal?
3: Uh, on Monday, the uh, foreman asked me, uh, well, actually told me that we have to reduce hours to Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays.
1: Okay. Yeah.
3: Go ahead. And and I just wanted to know if there's any way I can make them give me regular hours. I just can't afford to live on three days a week.
2: Now, uh, Steve, uh, are you part of a union? No. Okay. So if you're not part of a union, your, your employer is not legally allowed to reduce your hours, even if it's because of the pandemic, even if it's because of the virus. But the fact that they're not allowed doesn't mean that there's a way to physically stop them from doing it. What it means is that you have the option to treat this reduction as a constructive dismissal. And what I mean by that is it would give you the option to leave and pursue severance. Now, here's an idea. Oftentimes, okay. if you mention the words constructive dismissal, you can say, listen, I got some advice. I understand this to be a constructive dismissal. Employers don't like hearing those words. As soon as they hear those words, some employers are gonna say, okay, fine, we'll, we'll back off, we'll try to put things back to normal. If they don't, if they say too bad, we don't care, you, you have to decide what you wanna do. Do you continue working with these reduced hours or do you reach out to me and I'll help you pursue a constructive dismissal? How long have you worked there, Steve? uh nine and a half years Hmm. and and how old are you steve
0: 54.
2: so you're probably going to be looking at nine ten months pay is something in that range if you decide to pursue that so i would mention to them that you think this is a constructive dismissal you've gotten some advice oftentimes i've seen these people employers may back off they they when they realize that you understand your rights if they don't you have that decision to make do you do you continue working, or do you uh, reach out to me, and we'll talk constructive dismissal?
4: Is there
3: like, is there any? Uh, what about if there's any recourse from this? If I at uh, or tell them that.
2: No, they, they, but they, but listen, an employer can always let you go for any reason, but then they're just going to have to write you a check for 10 months' pay, right? And I don't think they want to do that. So I don't think you need to worry about that at all. Uh, you can simply say that your understanding is this is a constructive dismissal, and you hope that they give you proper hours. If they don't, then you make that decision. I wouldn't worry about
1: pe- being penalized for bringing that up. Okay. Thank you, Steve. Uh, appreciate that. To so reach out, do so. I know you'll want to follow up. One eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. That's the number to get a hold of your. The email address is help at employmentlawyer.ca. And for more information, you can always go to pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. But we're going to uh, continue on. their phone calls here, whether it's COVID-19 related or otherwise, bring it on here to answer you. And I know there's so much uh, head scratching and misinformation going on, so we're ready to uh, to answer those questions. George, uh, you're next up. How are you tonight? Uh, very good thank you how are you good sir what's uh what's on your mind what's your question uh, i'm just wondering
5: uh are the rules the same uh we're all getting the whole company is getting laid off they're calling mm-hmm. it a layoff on friday um and are the rules still the same as like uh i've worked there for 14 years never been laid off so is this a stoppage in
2: my work and it's it's a dismissal it's, a, it's an excellent question, and that's yep. that's been one of the, the main things we've been dealing with on the show, and the answer is yes, absolutely. It is the same rules that apply. when and, and if you heard the show, you've heard me say this for years, that a temporary layoff is, in the eyes of the law, a dismissal. The same thing applies here. It is a dismissal. It is something that gives you at least the right to treat it as a dismissal. So it applies even in this situation. The only time it may not apply, maybe, and, and this is a brand-new thing, is in a situation where the business is forced to close by the government. If the government says you're not allowed to stay open and they decide well not they don't they don't decide they have to close, then perhaps for the period of time that they are required by law to close, it's not a termination. If it goes beyond that, it would be. But if they decide for business reasons to close, or if they decide for business reasons to lay you off, then yes, you can still treat that as a termination and get severance. And after 14 years, you certainly are going to be looking at north of a year's pay, potentially as much as 15, 16 months, maybe even more. So is that something that's happened to you? Yeah, it's happening on Friday. Uh, We're not closing because that,
5: because they're st- we're still working this week, so it's not because of right. okay. the fact that the, we're in, we're not a non-essential whatever business. It's uh, they're just laying us off because they have no work, right? Because yes, because of what's what's happening, and they're calling it a layoff. And it's because of the coronavirus, that's what they're saying.
2: So you are allowed to treat that as a termination, uh, George, and if that's what you want to do. And remember, if you don't do that and you continue working and eventually you come back to work, you would have given them the right to do it again in the future. So that's something always to consider.
1: If you need my help, happy to provide it. George, appreciate the call. Great question, by the way. Reach out indeed. one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. 821 5900 Keep on listening to the rest of the show. I'll keep giving that number out for everybody. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. I want to slide in Brian here just before we have to break in about a minute and a half. Brian, uh, what's up, pal?
4: Well, hi, guys. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Um, love your show. Um, oh, thank you. No problem. So I just got two quick questions. Um, my, my wife is concerned. Um, she's saying that she works for a private electrical company. Um, and she's concerned that they, they said they're going to be shutting down as of Friday as well. Um, and I'm just wondering. I heard Trudeau said Trudeau was saying that the prime minister that people who are affected by this who like their you know company shuts down because there's no work like because she like they, they basically have no work for her. Like they can't. Yep. She, she she books jobs for electricians, and there's no work right now because of the COVID 19. Right. Um, is, would she be able to get EI and this two thousand dollars that? was saying that people would be getting from so it.
2: so so she can't get them both at the same time my, my advice okay. would be to apply to the new benefit the the Canada emergency response benefit because you, you're guaranteed in that situation to get two months where two thousand dollars a month where EI could be less than that so she can get that and when that benefit runs out if she still doesn't have work at that point she can switch to regular EI Mm-hmm. so so she can she can get that benefits but not both at the same time so i would wait i think it's april the 6th or the 7th when you can start applying she should apply for that then and the government says she'll get paid within 10 days okay my, my, my other quick question
4: is that if the company shuts down and, and they say they don't come back at all like this this you know they they, they close the company yep could, could she could she look at that as being a, a dismissal constructive dismissal and get severance pay?
2: Well, if the company doesn't come back at all, then it's not even a constructive dismissal. It's just a regular dismissal at that point. She can right. actually treat that now as a constructive dismissal if she chooses. She doesn't even have to wait till then. If she she thinks, I'd rather get my severance now, not worry about what happens in the future, she may be able to do that now. But if she decides not to and down the road... They shut down. Yes, she's owed severance as long as they're not bankrupt. If they're bankrupt, then unfortunately she's SOL. But hopefully uh, th- that's not going to be the the case.
1: Brian, appreciate the call. we got to run, take a short break. Get back to more of your calls. I see a Dave and Wade and everyone else. 416-870-6400 and 225 talk Toll free. We're talking about COVID-19. You got questions, this is the show to do it. Employment Law Show, Global News Radio
0: you are listening to a paid commercial program unless otherwise identified the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser the opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of global news radio 640 toronto
1: important topic indeed COVID 19 as we uh, hover above this topic for the next little while as things change we will relay that information to you as it concerns your job your employment your place of employment, even if you're an employer as well, it's a four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred one triple eight two two five. Talk that number is toll free. Dave, you're, uh, you've been hanging on. How are you, pal?
3: Not too bad. How are you doing?
1: Good. What's uh, what's going on? What's your question?
3: Uh, well, we're one of the essential places, so we're allowed to stay open. But uh, the inside, I drive for the company. The inside workers were told today that they're asking for volunteers to take temporary layoffs. Um. Now it's not coming to the drivers maybe hopefully for not a couple of weeks, but if it does come to us, what are when you if you get laid off for of the day? I don't know if they're going to do uh, you off one day, another guy off another day, or just stay off for the whole time. Do you have to uh, use up sick time and vacation before you can collect that two thousand dollars or UI or anything or?
2: So that's a great question. The answer is you don't have to, but your employer may decide to to make it so. So your employer may decide to say, we're going to be paying you out your sick days and your vacation days while you're off, and if that's what your employer decides to do, what well, you wouldn't be able to get uh, any money from the company. You can't have oh, any money from the government. I mean, you can't have EI and in income for the same period of time. So it really is up to the company. If they say, we're gonna be paying you uh, money, we're gonna pay you your vacation days, etc., Then once that money runs out, that's when you can start getting money from the government. But that really is up to, you, to your company, Dave. Yeah, I think I heard
3: someone say that they said, uh, you have to use your sick days first And then your holidays. Whether are they allowed
2: to do that, or do you have to use? No, you don't. You don't have to. But if the company decides that you have to, then you have to. So, so the company doesn't have to allow you. And it's not, it's not your decision ultimately. It's the company's decision. And if the company says no, that's you're not available. We're not going to pay you for that. We don't have money to pay your sick days. We don't have money to pay you your uh, vacation days right now. Then your only option is to apply for for EI that $2,000 thing. The $2,000 thing, yes. Yeah. Uh, which which would, would, for many people, certainly people that earn below a certain level, that may mean more money than EI. So I suggest for most people to apply to that first. And when that runs out, if things are not back to normal, then go back uh, and apply for
1: EI. Dave, appreciate your time. Got a lot of calls to uh, to get through here. 416-870-6400-1888-225-TALK. That is toll-free. Wade, thank you for hanging on good evening
4: hey guys how are you
1: good pal what's uh, what's on your mind
4: i have two questions my first question is i work for an electrical company that's essential so i'm still employed but i'm getting i'm having less hours but the company still pays me i'm not sure what that would i qualify for the government program or no
2: no, uh, is it, it's, it's been described, and you know we only have a press release. We don't have all the details yet. But Ryan, you would have had to lo- lost your job or been put on a temporary layoff to to qualify for this program. Now, and, when they issue yeah. more information in the coming days, maybe maybe we get some more info. But as we understand this right now, Wade, you would not qualify.
4: And my last question is. Since I'm the only one working the family, my wife looks after the kids and she doesn't work at all. Would she qualify for that program or no?
2: And she's not working now because no. she has to be home with the
4: kids? Yeah, she doesn't work. She doesn't have no employment. She doesn't work. She doesn't have a year. She, she just looks after the kids at home.
2: Oh, I see. So so she's not at home because the kids are home right now. She no. she, she, she doesn't have a job. No. If she, if she doesn't have a job, in other words, the reason she's home is not because of the virus, then, then no, she won't qualify. But you do have an option here. Uh, and your option, if your hours are reduced, as, as I was t- saying to a previous yep. caller, you may be able to treat that as a constructive dismissal and, and, and get severance. How long have you been with this company, Wade?
4: For a year and a
2: half. So you may be owed about three months pay or so, depending uh, on, the, on the specifics of your job. So that is potentially an option. I don't know if it's a good one, uh, but you would not qualify for this new benefit as it's been described. If you do want to talk about severance, potentially three months' pay, reach out to me.
1: Wade, that number and for everybody else one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Help at employment lawyer dot ca. Moving on down the line here to uh, to Frank. Hi Frank. Good evening. Good evening. How are you? Good brother. What's uh, what's on your mind?
6: Um, I work for. Uh um uh dealership and I'm the fleet manager. Uh I just got told that um I was getting a temporary layoff. So I I've never been in this position so really I don't know what that means. Um they said that I would get my um my papers and that I could um, apply for I E.
2: Uh, for E I. So E I, sorry. Yeah. That's right so so actually you, you can apply for EI, but you can also apply for the new benefit that was announced today the canada emergency response benefit which will pay you uh two thousand dollars a month for up to two four months i think you should apply for that first so so that is available you have to wait a bit i think you can start applying around april the 6th or april the 7th so you can you can do that now and, and by the way the government says you'll get paid within 10 days but the other thing you, you know you said that hasn't happened before you're the fleet manager the other option, and by the way, you can do that in addition to applying for the benefit, is you can pursue the, pursue a constructive dismissal. How long have you wor- worked for this company?
6: Or over 13 years.
2: So you could potentially be owed a year's pay from this company. Now that would mean you would not be going back, but that is an option. If you wanna just get what you're owed now and not have to worry about what happens in the future, you could potentially be owed a year's pay, Frank. So if that's something you wanna do now, by all means, reach out to me. If that's not what you want to do, your best option is to apply to the new uh, Canada Emergency Response Benefit, uh, and and that's the two thousand dollars a month for four months. Before EI. Before EI, yes. Okay, so the the
6: the range that I think they they kind of threw at me was um, because of what I do. Um, I mean, I, I do a lot of tenders for companies and so on, and so on. So yeah. they they said I could I could still do that in the meantime and just kind of log my hours and they work some something out when I do go back. Now, how does that affect it? anything?
2: Well, so, it so, it, it, so, it doesn't affect the the being eligible for the benefit because right. you're not earning income right now you want to have a, a, an agreement with them in writing that that's what they're going to do you know if it's if they made you a promise and that promise is not in writing it doesn't exist okay so that's, that's something right. to consider and it also right. doesn't change your ability to pursue a constructive dismissal to pursue a termination if that's what you want okay. to
6: do right okay great
1: Thanks, Frank. Appreciate it. You want to uh, reach out any further? One eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred 855 821 5900 is the, uh, the number to get a hold of your and his crew, help at employmentlawyer.ca. Uh, we'll get to, uh, to Anne. Hi, Ann, A lot of calls coming. Thanks for hanging on. How are you?
7: Uh, not bad. How are you?
1: We're good. What's, uh, what's on your mind?
7: Okay. I mean, I was wrongfully dismissed last uh, September. Um, anyhow, I mean, I'm on presently on EI, but my employer says I'm still an employee, not given any other work. But if I'm on EI, can I extend during this time with COVID uh, nineteen? Can I extend my EI benefits? They're not, mine are supposed to last till I guess a little bit into May. Can I extend it after
2: that? My understanding and that the answer to that is no, because your termination and your loss of work and income has nothing to do with, with COVID-19. My understanding that because of that, you would not be able to extend it uh, uh, at all. So your EI runs out when you, it runs out. But let's talk a bit more about the termination. You said you've been terminated, but you're still working for the company. Help me understand that.
7: Well, apparently, I mean, uh, my employer is not unionized, but the it, job I did was unionized, and uh, apparently, um, sorry, you I were had, part of a union, and no, not well, I was like with the job I did, but my employer, because we were contracted out to a uh, unionized job, but my employer is not unionized. And they didn't—they didn't totally let me go. Apparently, they my EI says a, so shortage of work type of thing. But I—they never offered me any other work, and they have other contracts. But I mean, you know, they don't offer me any work type of thing. So is that can that be considered a wrongful dismissal or what? Well,
2: well if you were again, I'm—I'm I'm actually not sure I understood. But if, if your—you if your position was union, as if you were a union member paying union dues then then it may it may not be but you have to talk to the union wrongful dismissal really only applies in non-union situations so you'd have to talk to your union if your position was unionized if it wasn't unionized that's a whole different uh, different thing Anne.
7: But but it was unionized. The whole thing is, though. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, even though I was terminated from that job, I'm still an employee with my employer.
2: Then but you have to talk off. to your, you. You ha- you have to talk to your union. Then the only one that can help you in this situation, Anne, is your union. Talk to them about your rights. But in terms of your specific question, no. My understanding, based on what the government announced today, you will not be able to extend your regular uh, EI benefits past May because your your termination. The reason you're on EI
1: had nothing to do with the virus. 416-870-6400 is the number. one talk toll free we Want to get uh, George on here. George, you're back. You had uh, one more question before I let you go. What's that?
5: Yeah. Um, what I was wondering is if I pursue a constructive dismissal on being
2: laid off, I can still apply for the benefit? As, as we understand it, yes. You can still apply for the benefit. Uh, and and this, is, this is a different benefit than the EI, so... Those two should be separate right now. So the answer is yes. You can still apply for the benefit and pursue a constructive dismissal. Okay. Well, I'll be in touch. Thank you.
1: Thank you, George. Appreciate you uh, calling back for that little tidbit of, of info. Ross, thank you for hanging on. Good evening. Hi. Um, hey, Ross.
3: I'm, I'm self-employed, and I got, like, one day left. Like, tomorrow's going to be my last day. And then um, because I'm in the construction field, they, they – classify it as essential but i i don't feel that everybody in construction is following the you know safety protocols and everything and i like i got family i don't want to get anybody sick so Mm
6: -hmm.
3: like what what is there to be offered to people that are self-employed once it's like it's i guess it's self-quarantine like do i count
2: for anything so, so, what is exactly your question? You're asking, what do you do if you want to, if they want to hire you for a job and you don't feel the job is safe?
3: Yeah, more or less, like. It's so the construction project. Yes. But the people on the project um, around me, like, let's say I'm one company, and then there's another company that comes in to do electrical. Their guys. Oh, and they're not following the safety protocol. Like, right. you know, keep your distance, uh, washing hands, uh, coughing in the sleeve, stuff like that. They're sick. They're saying it's a cold, but you know it's not. So, like, I'm going to basically let myself go, right? I'm going to go into self-quarantine because it's not it's not a safe environment. And with everything that's going on, there's not, like, nobody wants to spend their money. So, I mean, there's no job. Right. So, so, yeah. so
2: here's, here's the interesting thing. Here's the interesting. We just learned about this new benefit that the government is is offering the $2,000 a month benefit today. And it appears to be a very broad benefit. In other words, what the government seems to be saying that anyone whose job is impacted uh, by the, by the COVID-19 virus, even if they're self-employed should be able to qualify. And in a way, I think they're going to almost do it on the honor system, at least for now, that if you're check a box and saying that you can't work because of COVID or it's impacted by COVID, you should qualify. So potentially, I think, based on what you've described, and and it's quite reasonable not to want to jeopardize yourself, you may be, even as a self-employed individual, you may be able to qualify for this new benefit, the, the, the Canada Emergency Response Benefit. Uh, so, I would apply for that benefit again, because this is brand new. We have a press release from the company from the uh, government we don 't have a lot of details, but based on that press release i don 't see why you wouldn 't qualify. We may know more in the coming days, but I think that is your best recourse if you can 't work if it 's unsafe if you 're putting yourself in danger, the company 's not pol- following proper protocol, then clearly you can 't work because of the virus, so you should apply for this benefit
3: now um that being said it's 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 up to 2000 or is 2000 it is 2000 yes it is okay. 2000 it's not so ei
2: for example pays you up to a certain amount this is different is as, as the government said they will pay $2000 so whether you are making $20,000 a year or $200,000 a year they're going to pay $2000 a month
3: yeah um now, $2,000, I mean, you know what? That's great. They're helping people, honor system, all that. But at the same time, um, like, basically, I've built my life for the last 12 years around earning, you know, let's say $130,000, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like, so, for example, the car company that I deal with is a private lender. Um when i called and said hey can you defer some payments help me out here they said well we're a private company we don't work like the banks and everything else So, so the two is there anything else for small businesses that i should apply for first
2: it, it, no, there really isn't anything that, that I'm aware of that's available right now. Uh, you know, it's possible that the law may consider you in some situations to be an employee, and that opens a whole can of worms. So if you want to talk about that more, if you could be considered an employee of the company that you work for, you may have other rights that you may not have as a self-employed individual. That's worth discussing. If you would like to have that uh, conversation, reach out to me.
1: Thanks for your time, Ross. Moving on, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred is that number. Get to... Uh to Roxy. Hi, Roxy. Good evening. Good evening. How are you? Good. What's, uh, what's on your mind? Um, I was released from my
7: company prior to, uh, the, I guess, the non-essential services being closed down. Um, I work with children and youth, and I'm wondering if I would be eligible for that $2,000, uh, just seeing that I'm probably going to have a harder time finding a job in my field. And also, I have a six-year-old who's being impacted by the schools being closed.
2: So I understand that you were released before this whole essential, non-essential services, but was your release still related to to the virus?
7: No, it was not.
2: Okay. Then then you you would... Presumably qualify for EI if you meet the EI criteria, but as I understand this new benefit, you would not qualify because this is specifically COVID-related. Okay. So you would you would only uh, you would only get that in that situation. But what about severance? You said you were released, not related to COVID. Did you get your severance?
7: Um, yes, I did get severance. I was six weeks of severance. Um, I'm actually still in the middle of that now, and two weeks of termination pay after being with the company for three years.
2: So, and, and I take it you've signed off on it.
7: I didn't sign off on anything. No, they didn't actually offer me anything to sign off on.
2: Okay. Well, because you, you may be owed potentially as much as six months pay. All mm-hmm. right. So so that's something we need to talk about beyond just DEI or the benefits. So because I want to get to a few more calls, here's what I'm going to leave you with. Reach out to me off here. Uh, after three years, you could easily be owed anywhere from four to six months pay. Let's talk about that. And if I can help you get that, that should not be difficult at all.
1: Appreciate it, Roxy. Yep, one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred 821 5900 is that number, help at employmentlawyer.ca. I want to get to uh, Rob here quickly. I know uh, you've been waiting a bit, Rob. How are you?
3: Hey, I'm good. Thanks for taking my
1: good. call. Sure. What's up?
3: Uh, so I am working for a public transportation agency. I'm not going to say where, but um, recently some of our drivers have shown up to work with uh, procedural face masks. Yep. Um, and... Because it's not recommended by Health Canada, our employer has told us that it's not permitted for us to be wearing these, even though we're coming into close contact with the public. So I'm just wondering what our rights are with respect to uh, that, and whether a procedural face mask is actual PPE that could be um, that we could rely on in the workplace.
2: So that, that's a that's a very good question, and if the, the 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 government of Canada, or or I should say, the health authorities have not required it, and uh, if there's no otherwise an order from the Ministry of Labor, et cetera, for you to use it, then the employer can say you're not allowed to use it. But here's the thing, you may be able, and you and your colleagues may be able to engage in a work refusal and say, working without masks is unsafe, and what will happen then, the Ministry of Labor will come in from their Occupational Health and Safety Department, and will determine whether it is proper for you to work without mask or if not. And they can order the employer to back off and allow you to wear those masks. So that may be an option. If you don't go that route, then yes, your employer right now is allowed to say, sorry, you're not going to wear masks. You may want to also talk to your union about, uh, about this. But my advice would be, if this is a real concern for you, engage in a work refusal, have the Ministry of Labor come in, have them decide. Great. Thank you for
1: your advice. Thank you. Thanks, Rob. Appreciate that. And uh, stay safe. We've got time to move uh, to Jamie. Hi, Jamie. Good uh, Good evening. Hi.
4: How are you doing?
1: Good. What's uh, what's on your mind?
4: So uh, I have a little bit of a unique situation. My husband's a professional touring musician. And he's okay. to go on tour in May in the States. Um, but he's a hired gun for a band that's Canadian. But he's working in the U.S. And it's very likely that the tour is going to be canceled. So right. I don't know if he qualifies to apply for that benefit. Because technically he's working in the US, even though he's hired by a Canadian company.
2: That's a great question. And and I don't have a a definitive answer only because how new this benefit is. But as I understand this benefit, he is self-employed. His lack of of work is going to be uh, because of the virus. And because of the the plan and intent uh, of this uh, new benefit is to capture and help as many people as possible, I don't see any reason why he wouldn't be able to, uh, to qualify for, for this new benefit. So that's my sense. That's my understanding of it right now. I, I probably would know a lot more in the next day or two. But if you're asking okay. me right now, I think he should be able to qualify.
4: And does it hurt to just apply for anybody? In worst case scenario, you just get rejected. Like, do you recommend applying no matter what?
2: I absolutely recommend that. There, there is no downside. If the criteria is not met, they're going to say, "Sorry, we can't pay you." But there's no downside, and I do think the government here—they've made it clear—they're going to try to help as many Canadians as possible. So I think you should apply.
1: Thank you, Jamie. Appreciate that. And I think we got time to get to uh, Richard quickly. Hi, Richard. How are you? Got a minute or two?
4: Uh, Yeah, I work at the LCBO. So I'm wondering, with all the government shutdowns of grocery uh, or various other stores and not the LCBO and Brewers Retail, what does this say? Like, how are
6: the people at those uh, businesses any less vulnerable to COVID
2: 19? Mm-hmm. It's a great question, and, and the, the answer is they're not, and, and obviously it's not just the LCBO and, and Brewer, uh, Brewer's Retail, there's quite a lot of, long list of businesses that are essential and they are still open, and employers still expected to, to respect and follow the guidelines from from the health authorities. And, and put employees in a position that minimizes the risk uh, and that you know, doesn't expose them unduly to, to the virus. So an employer has to do that, and, and that's, that's the reality. Now, if you have a medical condition that makes you even more susceptible or that prevents you from working, talk to your doctor. You may be able to get time off work in that situation, but it's certainly known as obviously suggesting that you're not as important or, or, or not vulnerable. Your employer has to still respect the guidelines provided by health authorities.
1: Thank you. Thanks, Richard. Appreciate that. We're just about done. Final thoughts, pal. It's been like this all across the country, every show we do. It's it's, oh, it's just like this. It's exactly like this, and, and it's uh, going to continue being like this because
2: things change. You know, this new benefit announced today by the federal government didn't exist yesterday. So as right. we're learning more about it, the rights of employees, I, I, for what it's worth, I think this is a, a very good idea, and I think that's something that, that Canadians need. It's a lot of money that's going to help people pay their bills and get through this difficult time. So So kudos on the government for implementing this. Uh, And if you have any questions about your rights, if you want to know what you're owed, if your employer is allowed to do something, remember, employment laws still applies. Employment laws are not suspended. I'm still here. My team's team's still here, available to answer questions and help you anytime. So
1: take advantage. Uh, There's no such thing, John, as a bad question. Good stuff. We'll leave it at that. Uh, you want to reach out, one 821 5900 help at employmentlawyer.ca. And pocketemploymentlawyer.ca is a, a wonderful website, chock full of information there as well. We will catch you next time on the weekend. And don't forget the TV show happens on Global TV and CTV as well, Employment Law Show. Don't go anywhere. Some really important stuff is uh, on the way back with On Point and Alex Pearson right here, Global News Radio.